Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. So I've got a couple of questions, but before we do that, Rick, Sean and I have something else in common. Did you pick up on that? You both played football in college. We were both collegiate football players. Uh, thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. So, okay, tell me. I, I, I now, at, Mark played no, at DeVry. No. DeVry. <laughs> String deep snapper. No, you, you you used the wrong verb. You said I played. Uh, the the verb is practice. Mark was on the team yeah. at DeVry. <laughs> it's episode 206. 206 of the Simply Human Podcast. With your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans, I almost said demons. <laughs> Simply, you're listening to the Simply Demon Podcast. <laughs> humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is the return. Episode 177, almost a year, oh, more than a year ago. Evan DeMarco was on our show, a sports medicine nutrition expert. He's back. He's a published author. He's a public speaker, frequent guest on television, radio, and digital platforms, successful entrepreneur whose interests include diet, health, and supplements. He began as an athlete and consumer, determined to improve an industry that was going through massive transformation. I've noticed something, Rick. Hmm. You can't understand a word I'm saying when I'm reading people's bios in the beginning of the show. Who, me? No, me. <laughs> Why? I can't understand. I, I'll listen to the beginning of the show just to make sure everything sounds okay. And I'm More just than... like, is there anything from the other speaker? How are you, Rick? How do you do that? I don't know. That's why I was very enunciative just now. Is that a word? Not a word. You're... Okay. Um, so I had demons on the brain because I went and saw Annabelle Comes Home. I don't know what that is. You idiot. What is that? It's The Conjuring. The move, the Conjuring that. series, the scary movies. You don't watch scary movies, do you? I don't really watch that many movies in general. Well. I mean, I've watched like uh, 17 Again starring Zac Efron. <laughs> well, when you work for a mentoring agency uh, in the summer, you go to lots of movies uh, with your <laughs> mint minty. <laughs> And it's work. Such a crock. <laughs> I know. It, it's like so unfair. I went and saw Spider-Man. Hey, I'm going to go to my house and uh, mow the lawn today. <laughs> I was out uh, doing hard manual labor today with Minty filling up elk feed. What? What? So you're filling up like a feeder full of elk food. Uh, yeah, and, it t- and it smells like Lucky Charms. We're trying to make them fat, Rick. We're trying to give them elk diabetes. Are you there? <laughs> Did I lose you? I am here. Can oh, you hear me? Now I can hear you. Would your computer die or something? 
No, I'm literally just I was uh, I was mocking you because that's not very uh, sporting of you to uh, try to attract an animal with a bunch of free lucky charms out <laughs> in the forest and then comes along to eat them. You kill him. That's thought, not. Well, I haven't. I don't think I will be allowed to shoot an elk on this property. This is where I shoot turkeys. And so hey, Junior, you want to go. Uh, well, it's not really hunting. You want to go lying and waiting. <laughs> you want to go shoot a cow. Basically, that's basically what you're doing. You're yeah. going to the zoo. You're hunting. <laughs> That's what the animals are like yeah shoot me i don't care please in this <laughs> in my in my misery oh so i thought you were holding out on me on my elk diabetes joke and turns out i couldn't even hear you there you did you are you gone again you hear me now now i can what are you doing i must have like accidentally hit the mute button because i'm having to do the i can't use the zoom app on the computer i have to use like the stupid internet well i was gonna say you could just like text me anything you wanted to say and then i could just repeat it <laughs> that wouldn't be I'm texting you something right now <laughs> oh okay um hang on, hang on, all right hang on. i'm gonna read it as soon as i get it all right here we go mark <laughs> rogers has a small <laughs> oh Oh, ha, ha, oh. I will be deleting that, so it'll just say Mark Rogers has a please. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 13 and again at around 520. Okay, uh, we got it. we're going to do a 911 call first, and then I have a story. Hang on, we're going to call 911? No, no, I have a 911 call that we're going to listen to, and then I have a story, and it's relevant. Here we go. Okay. Thank you. But as she checks the contents of the bag, she realizes they have gotten her order wrong. We didn't get these, Mom. Uh, okay, we'll do it again. After explaining the mix-up, the employee refills the order. But to her bewilderment, the fast food chain has gotten the order wrong again. I don't understand what's wrong with you. Did you check it? Did you order that? After sending the food back a third and then fourth time, I don't understand. tempers start to flare. Food dispute 911 calls are troublesome because they take up time. I asked four different times. They take up opportunities for other people with real emergencies to call in. Not everybody gets everything they want. Sometimes you can't have the perfect burger. I said four times. I said, no, I want my hamburger right. But my kids are hungry and I have to jump on the toll freeway. I said, I am not leaving this spot. And I said, I will call the police because I want my Western burger done right. Now, is that so hard? This gal has no concept of reality. Has no <laughs> concept of reality. And it goes on. So that's the actual the call. You know, periodically you'll see these stories like on, you know, CNN or Huffington Post or something like man calls 911 because McDonald's ran out of chicken nuggets. And people are like, man, that's crazy. That happens every single day. That happens all the time. Yeah. I have never the fastest I've ever driven in my police career was when I would get a, a see a call holding like that. And I'd be like, man, I've got to get over there and I've really got to tear into this person. We're calling 911 about a messed up hamburger, but they always seem to leave. I've never actually spoken to someone. But yeah, that happened. That's a constant thing. Well, 
I have the story, but then I, I just call nine one one for like the dumbest reasons ever. Right. Sometimes it's a, hey, there's a massive car crash in front of me, but sometimes it's also like, yes, I'm sitting near the pool at my apartment complex, and this kid jumped in and splashed me. Oh my gosh! I ever tell you that story? No. I uh, this is not that long ago. Maybe like maybe three or four years ago. A lady calls 911 and says that she's uh, at the pool at her apartment complex sitting in a chair and the kids are splashing and they splashed her. So I went out there and I approached her and I said, yes, ma'am, you call the police department. What can I do for you? And she explained to me the same thing. And I was like, and I literally just went, all right, and just turned around and walked off. <laughs> you should have like reached down and splashed her. I've ever heard in my life. Uh, it's not even like no reasonable person would think that this has anything to do with the police department. Well, I was walking back to my car. My partner's like, oh, we're going to get complained on for that one. And we didn't even get in the car. And my supervisor, <laughs> uh, 262, can you call me, please? <laughs> There's the complaint. And he asked, what's the deal? And I told him exactly what happened. And he said, all right, man. Well, have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no one up the chain of command who's going to, like, side with her on that. And you never know. Yeah, you know? well. Uh, well okay, sure we so, have... well, I had this story about a place getting my order wrong, but then, <laughs> I ha- but now I have this other story that I just oh, thought of. It's a 911 call. You it, two stories? It's about a time, re- just like last week, that I called the non-emergency number about something. Can I explain this to you, Officer Bentley? Uh, do I get to judge you? Yeah. Okay, I will judge you. So uh, my daughter turned, this is needless information, my daughter turned 10 last week. What was that? That was Mikey. And so she had some friends over spend the night. Me and Hope and Hunter, our other kids, not the birthday kids, went to go pick up one of the birthday girl's friend to bring over. And they live you know, over by ACU. You'll know, you know what I'm talking about. We're on. We're. At, I'm sitting at the light at like right by that Dairy Queen. You know, 351 and I20 right there. Mark, I don't know. Yes, you do. You know where the Dairy I Queen do is. Know that. I've stopped at that. I, right. I've that, uh, Dairy Queen several times. That was like the only thing that was over there when we were in school. Now there's yeah. all sorts of stuff. So I'm sitting at the light, and these there's a there's a red little tiny red truck, like catty cornered to me, like like going the same direction as me, just one lane over and up one car, and there's two guys in it, and one of the guys at the light throws out a can. And it's like a half full can of something. I look down and it's like a Coors original. And I'm okay, like, so he was not drinking and driving. Right. So you shook his hand and congratulated him for not drinking while he was driving. Well, so I'm like, okay, the littering, there was the passenger that threw it out. So I was like, dude, whatever. Like, don't just throw a half beer can. What, you know, but as we're driving, we turn left on Judge Ely to go in front of ACU down that, that road. I see. Uh, him continuing to drink, the passenger. Then I see the driver drinking, and I'm and I'm certain that it's a Coors Original. Certain, huh? Was, Why but, do they throw half of one out there? They're, I, uh, I don't know. That, that I don't know. Maybe he I, he might have dropped it because they it, it, now they were like. Now I'm noticing they're kind of driving recklessly. They're they're laughing and talking. He's kind of swerving into the other lane. I call the non-emergency number. Okay, so if you think someone is driving around and they're drunk, that's a 911. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I call the, the non-emergency, and I was okay, like, hey. This. That is right on the, the line, line yeah. between 911 and, uh, and non-emergency number. Really? Non-emergency number is really more like, uh, yeah, my car got broken into overnight, and I need to report. 
or like a crime that has occurred right. no longer occurring at that moment in right, time right or when your hamburger gets ketchup <laughs> or when those meddlesome kids down the street won't stop playing their rock and roll music. Right. It's nine o'clock in the evening. Well, and so I just did the the Citizens Police Academy, so I am aware. <laughs> did you hang on? Did you did you do like a stop in front of him, pull out your your citizens <laughs> arrest? <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm aware that they get a lot of calls that they don't need to get. So that's why I called the non-emergency number, and okay. so I said she was she told I told her my name, what was going on. I'm a, a recent graduate of the uh, uh, Citizens, Citizens Police Academy. You might remember. You might remember me. Class of 2019. Yeah. I was the salutatorian. I just <laughs> valedictorian. I missed out just slightly. Just on the last shooting shooting test. <laughs> well, as I'm on the phone with her, these guys pull into an apartment complex, and they have no idea that I'm like at this point following them, right? And I'm not going to engage them in any way, you know. And if they if they saw me following them, I would have not continued right got but, a real good story about that but continue okay. but they're totally oblivious and i'm like oh they're turning into this apartment they get out they both like stumble inside they're each carrying a 30 pack of coors original and I, it's building 10 on the northwest corner up against the deal and then like an officer she was like an officer's in route he's close if you want to just stay there you can like explain all this and i was like okay so this guy came and i was like look i know there's nothing you can do about it now but that's the apartment they got in he was like well thank you for calling we can't get him on dui but like maybe we'll get him on a warrant or something so he's like so another cop came and they like w we left as they were like walking around the apartment building so i did my civic citizen's duty well i would congratulate you thank you congratulations <laughs> So what is your story? My story? My story is much more grim. So oh. this is Thanksgiving oh. of 2011. I know it's because it was the last Thanksgiving before I left my department in Oklahoma to come down here. Uh, and there's nothing going on. Well, this off-duty trooper oh, no. calls in and is like, yeah, I'm falling behind a DWI. It's a DUI up there. But uh, – He's got his family in the car. Oh, no. This idiot. Oh, no. It gets way worse. Oh, no. And so we're hearing, like, the from the dispatcher, like, okay, his saying is going on. Eastbound on. So you're, you're, like, on duty listening to this? Yeah, but I'm, like, in the complete other half of the city. There's no – there's nothing I can do right. to get – I'm not, like, hustling over there because it's not even remotely close to where I am. So, uh, like, okay. Uh, he said he's going eastbound on 19th Street. And he's going southbound on Eagle. Okay. And taking a right onto uh, Smith Street. I've made that up. I don't remember any of the street names. <laughs> and he'll, he says they have pulled into the driveway at 1012 uh, Southeast 33rd Street. They're, uh, he's, he's sitting down the road watching them in the driveway. Uh, oh, okay. Now they're pulling out of the driveway. And the reporting party, the trooper is following him again. Uh, the trooper is now going to get out. He's going to hand the phone to his wife, and he's going to get out, and he's going to uh, confront uh, the driver. Oh. Okay. Though I have the wife on the phone, and the trooper is confront. Oh, oh, okay. And uh, he has pulled his gun. Oh, and uh, the 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 uh, the suspect has taken the gun from him and is now holding him at gunpoint. Uh, the wife is watching this. <laughs> the suspect is holding a gun at the trooper's head. <laughs> uh. All of a sudden, <laughs> they hear all these crazy sirens, and they drop the gun and take off. Uh, oh my god! So that's it's the most wheels off thing I've ever heard because we're hearing all of it like secondhand. <laughs> yeah, like in like very calm yes, dispatch voice. Has, dispatchers have to be calm. Right. They can't, oh my god! 
Yeah. Oh, so and, like, oh, 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 like, oh, he has a gun, and now... <laughs> so at this point, like, I'm a million miles away, but I'm like, well, I need to head down there because this is about to turn into a SWAT call, right. and <laughs> we're about to be looking for two uh, suspects who murdered a trooper oh, in front of his family. Gosh. <laughs> that's like, The lesson that's there, people, is don't engage. Unless the lesson there can... is just be a good witness. Right. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Be good witness. Yeah. And these guys, uh, and you know, from I don't know for sure. I didn't really get involved in it, but like, uh, they felt this guy following him because he's following like a guy who's like it's second day of the police academy. Right. And, uh, so they pull into a driveway to try to throw him off. Well, he just stops down the street <laughs> and just hitting on him. So right. like, hey, we figured it out. That's the guy who's following us. Oh man, that's crazy. And the more I've like learned, I remember a couple of Christmases ago, I asked you like the guy shoplifted at a Nike factory store. And I was like, man, I wish I had run after him. Like, I'm very glad I didn't run after him. Are you the president of Nike? Is this going right. to come out of <laughs> Exactly. Like, oh man, I'm glad that that old uh, stage has passed. But, um, all right. Yeah, it's passed for me too. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so we have like three minutes, but uh, the story was I went to this hamburger place and uh, spent like $50 for my kids and me to get burgers, and the fries didn't come out with the burgers. None of the sides were on any of the burgers. The The two burgers that weren't supposed to have cheese had cheese on them. My burger was like cold. It was like room temperature, and I, I was like very nice. We even bust the table for the guy. Like You know, like he, it's one of those where they come around and clean your table. We cleaned the table for the guy, and I was telling my kids like, you know, this is, this is, we're not going to get mad. We're just going to tell them what happened and it's okay if they don't give us any sort of refund or something like it's fine. Like, it's just, you know, it's not worth it. We just want to come back here. Like that's, that's our like uh, choice as a consumer, you know? Well, so, so, so I go up and I'm like, Hey, I was like, we never even, it had been 45 minutes since we ordered. And I was like, and it's just like a walk through order and get your hamburger, you know, like country burger or something. And like, we still didn't have our French fries or anything. And I was like, hey, I was like, I don't worry about our fries now. Like, but is there someone I can talk to? And she was like, I'm here. I'm right here. She was over at the cash register. She was, and she was like, I'm, I'm putting all the money back on your credit card. Like, she was already doing it. Like, the guy kept coming back and saying, oh, this guy's burger was cold. And they're like, oh, they, they still don't have their fries. Uh, he's got kids. They're trying to, like, he's trying to keep them occupied. And she was like, here. Here's all your money back. Sorry. And I was like, hey. Yeah. Here, she just hands you like a. <laughs> fistful of 20 yeah i'm sorry just the whole thing i'm yeah. sorry well i told my i like the lesson the kids was like hey just be nice and people will do the right thing and if they don't like what what is me yelling at them gonna do about it like, like you know I, yeah like what are you what are you trying to get out of that situation yeah you're trying to get either your money back or your food corrected well if you yell and you know treat people like crap yeah. then uh, you're likely to get a spit burn right. on the side of uh, the floor underneath the ice machine. I thought you were going to say the side of the flu. You know, I worked in a restaurant for like a year and a half, almost two years. Everyone, everyone should have to work at a restaurant. If you order, if you want to order food from a restaurant, you should have to like work as a waiter for six months. Man, that's that, that is a lie. Like uh, my 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 general tip is now twenty percent plus a dollar, no matter what. Yeah. If terrible job you're getting 20 percent plus a dollar right if you're a really outstanding job you'll get 20 percent plus, plus a dollar fifty yeah you know a couple dollars i don't know but like <laughs> just yeah do the right people, thing people you know, all just kind of calm down a little bit i mean you go through the drive-through 
Are you expecting this person to have the same level of job competency as, you know, someone who works at like the the US president? <laughs> well, well uh... <laughs> <laughs> but like as the director of like the U.S. Army's research of infectious, right. Right. like uh, listen, uh, they work at the Wendy's drive-through. Yeah. Okay, so they ha- they're that, not. Listen, yeah. You know me. You know how I order my burgers. Yeah. Uh, generally speaking, it's with just meat and mustard. Two pieces of bread and no meat. <laughs> <laughs> or like some places I'll do mustard, lettuce, and onions. But the point is I don't just go, hey, I'll take a number one. All right, well, see at the window. Right, right, right. It's always some kind of direction. Yeah. And I always look, and if it's messed up, I like, hey, listen, it's no big deal. I just I wanted this without cheese. I can't have a lot of cheese. They'll be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Right. Sorry. I'm like, oh, my God, what is the matter with you? Call 911. Like, this apart. Lettuce is, like, flying all over the place, and I'm oh. just slamming this sandwich down. Like, okay. what's going to happen? Gotta, we got to connect with Evan, but that, that reminds me of the story. My mom went through Burger Street, and they she asked for, like, no onions, pickles, and tomatoes, and they put them on there. And so she put she took all that off and put it up on the ledge of the drive-thru yes. with, like, all the dressing and stuff on it. That'll show them. Man. Okay. Okay. We got it in this call. Oh, and... That 17 year old kid working the drive thru. <laughs> right. Didn't even make the burger. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll tell your waiter. Okay. I'll end this call and then go to the uh, the interview call. This is Evan. That's not Evan. He doesn't sound like that. My name is Evan. <laughs> I think he's on. <laughs> yes, I'm on. But I do kind of sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Evan, what's up, man? It's been like a year. How you guys doing? Um, it's great. You were on episode 177, and this is episode 206. There's an odd symmetry to that. There's something weird about There's that. There's no symmetry we, at all. We were just, <laughs> we were just talking about uh, getting like places that get your, like you go through the fast food and like or order food at a restaurant and they get it wrong. How do you respond in that situation? And we're recording, by the way. Oh. So, okay. So is, is this a uh, PG 13 podcast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he just yells the F word at them until they get his order. Right? <laughs> F you fat B. <laughs> Throw the food at him. Yeah. Oh man. I, that's a good question. You know, um, no, I mean, I, I just call it like it is like, this isn't what I ordered. Send it back, you know, fix it. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's typically how I deal with it. What about right. you guys? Well, we, I come from a long line of uh, if anything is slightly <laughs> wrong, we're getting the whole meal comped. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, not just that, because that's just the bare minimum. <laughs> we need the next meal comped because we need to be uh, convinced that we should come back here. Right. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm coming from. So I, I really lean towards like if I order something and it comes and it's wrong, I'm like – and my wife is like, hey, that's not what you got. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Shh, 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 it's fine. I'll eat it. It's fine. Like don't make a scene. Like, <laughs> Meanwhile, the first time I ever heard my dad swear oh, gosh. was at a Brahms ice cream fairy <laughs> shop after a Wednesday night church. He messed his banana split up. Oh, and gosh. His fists were balled up, and he was just shaking, and he just said, oh, yes. <laughs> and I was like, that's where you're going to – no, it was more like, man, it feels like that was a real misuse of a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're only going to uncork one like every 10 years, right. like, man, let's yeah. pick a spot here. Also, a better word. 
Like, got to go with the F word, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so the question is, does your dad just really love his banana splits? Or was that a buildup of something? And, and the poor person at the Brahms just got the brunt of, like, five years worth of pent-up anger and rage. It's uh, 50% of I was going to say a little of both. <laughs> well, I, I, read, uh, I read a thing once, bragging montage, um, about the, some CEO of some big, I don't know, fancy pants place that will, would take like new, uh, like inter- interviewing people or potential new, new uh, employees, like of the, the kind of the, the C-suite people, you know. And he would like go to like a brunch place or breakfast place and get there early and tell the waiter or waitress to like purposefully mess the order up just to see how they respond. And I think, huh, that's pretty interesting. Like, how are you going to treat people? You know, and I was just telling Rick like that old adage, that like how someone treats uh, I, forget, I don't know exactly what it is, but like how somebody treats like a waiter, like that's the, the that's their true reflection right. of how they are. Yeah. Like. And there's a lot of truth to that, yeah. I think. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was on a date recently and it was one of those things where the, the woman seemed very, very nice. And then we went out to dinner and the way that oh. she treated the waiter, I'm like, I'm sorry, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's a red flag. Yeah. It's a huge red flag. Yeah. And it was to the point where I'm like, I, I, it was, it wasn't like just one thing. It was just, a, it was like a habitual thing yeah. just within the course of like 30 to 45 minutes. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I, you know, this clearly is just not going to work. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. That would just get the check and go. That would piss me off. So like there you're, I mean, there's no, I mean, you're going to be going to restaurants with this person right. all the time if you're dating. And so that would drive me yeah. like so crazy. Like, uh, Evan, I, did, did I, you, I, I, honestly, that would be more of a deal breaker than like, you know, Hey, I've got, uh, you know, I've got three legs. Like, what are you going to do <laughs> One leg right here and one leg well, right here? And the other one's Rick, over here. Like, well, eh, eh. But like, <laughs> Rick, would that be more of a deal breaker than if she Abby farmered you? I'm not sure I get that reference. Okay, sorry. Uh, Evan, did you, <laughs> did you, hey, Evan, did you call ahead before the date and tell them to mess her order up? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, listen, I really need to see, like, what this chick's all about. All right. So, uh, no, but that's actually a great it idea. It is. Right? Like, you really want to know if you've got, you've got full relationship potential yeah. with someone is do that. Because you know, it's like accidents happen. It's a restaurant. Right. You know, you've got 500 people coming through in a night. It's, you know, you getting a, a drink wrong or your right. order wrong is not the end of the world. Just yeah. relax and move on. Oh man, we're all so soft now. Like it's just like, oh, how, how dare you? Like you take a. Uh, I'm reading this. I'm reading <laughs> this, this is book about like yeah about like World War II veterans. Like they they come home from like war and like oh we don't have to invade Japan. Oh, <laughs> I, I asked for mustard. Like invading <laughs> Japan. What? Well, it's World War Two. Uh, it was a different time, Rick. Perhaps you might need to get a book. Well, that was the that was the plan, Rick. And then the you know the whole bomb thing melted the whole place down. Yeah, so there was that. Okay, uh, that was enough for another time. Okay, Evan, we've done we've already done an intro for you um, and uh, at the beginning of the show, so we're just gonna get right into this. So we last time we had you on, we were talking all about exercise and, and the brain stuff and all this all the sports medicine type stuff. This is gonna we're gonna go a little different. I don't think Rick even knows what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about CBD. (laughs) (laughs) And it's okay. I have something funny to to add to this very quickly. So our narcotic, okay. So in Texas, they recently legalized uh, CBD or him. Right. And our narcotics unit sent out and Mark, I got to send this to you. (laughs) Just so you'll know, 
the differences between marijuana and CBD. So you can tell when you're doing your job, right? And one picture is like, this is a picture of raw hemp. It's got, you know, you can see the flowers are a little bit more narrow, blah, 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 blah. And this is a picture of raw marijuana. And I swear to God, it is the same picture. Now all you have to do in Texas, apparently, is just be like, oh, no, man, that's CB. That's raw hemp. Be like, oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah. No way to tell. They look exactly identical. <laughs> I was looking at this like yesterday. And I was like, man, <laughs> we, why don't we just go ahead and just pull the trigger and be like, yeah, you know what? Let's make it all legal. This is way too much hassle to have to, you know, all go to plant college before we get there. <laughs> you know, well, but okay, so yeah, so let's start there. We read, we we hear a lot about this. I see the oils and all the stuff. What is it? Explain it. Take us back. Pretend like we're uh, kindergartners and talk us through this. Well, okay. Well, I don't know if you know. I don't know if we're going to be talking about CBD in kindergarten, but we can. <laughs> True. <laughs> so. So 10,000 years ago in China, we actually have like drawings of, you know, people using CBD or, you know, hemp for medicinal purposes. 5,000 years ago in India, there's this long, robust history of using what are called full spectrum phytocannabinoids sourced from the hemp plant or the marijuana plant uh, for all sorts of things, right? You know, we talked about it in ancient times for helping women with menstrual periods, for pain, for, you know, for so many different things. Um, George Washington actually grew this stuff in his front yard. At one point in the United States history, it was illegal for the largest farms to not grow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that was not only for the medicinal components, but it was for the rope. It was for all of the fibers yeah. that came along. It's like corn now. It's like you get penalized if you don't grow corn and like soy. Yeah. It's like a exactly, long, right? uh, dazed and confused where like the one guy with really long hair is like, yeah, man, Martha Washington used to have fat bull waiting for George as soon as he get home every day, man. <laughs> hey, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so what happens along the way is, you know, the, the, the cotton industry comes in and then they really kind of force out the hemp industry. And then in the weirdest reverse immigration policy since like basically today, um, in the 1930s, California was trying to find a way to really control the immigrant population. So what was written in the letter of the law was any, basically they were saying Mexican men were coming across the border, smoking marijuana, which is the Spanish word for the plant getting high in soliciting sex from white women. And this was literally what was written in the law. So any Mexican man caught with this was sent back across the border. Now this was later overturned as unconstitutional, but in the 1960s, marijuana and the hemp plant, which includes all of its constituent parts, 113 unique phytocannabinoids was placed on the schedule one drug list with the same as like opium and cocaine and heroin. So when we really look at the robust history of this particular plant, all of the therapeutic benefits, it, it really has this cosmic place in our history. But yet, just in the last hundred years, we've cocked it up by more capitalism than anything. Yeah, it's almost so, like the, it's like the reverse, like industrialization of food. There's like all these foods that have been around forever that all of a sudden got demonized by politics and like some like some like flawed justice system like you just you basically kind of gave a little recap on like how the like the quote-unquote war on drugs started and it was like based on like racism <laughs> you know it's like that's not has nothing to do with like health you know and which there's is like a what a lot to that by the way yeah yeah <laughs> there's a whole lot to that yeah so we can un, un, we won't unpack all that but it's like so yeah so we demonize like butter 
and like uh, you know, bacon and like animal fat. When no, no, guys, like let's let's go back to how we we were having all these positive things. Now, of course, you know that's not to say that all things that we were doing uh, were positive. Uh, you know, didn't they used to like like cut people open and like smash their head against the rock if they had a headache or something? I don't know. Was that uh, yeah? I mean, you know, that, that's the reality. Yeah. Right? It's taken <laughs> us a long time to figure out some of these things, some of the therapeutic, uh, you know, ways to deal with stuff. We haven't always got it right. You know, so that's that's a perfect example. Yeah. I mean. 17th century medicine was if something hurts, cut it out. Right. Uh, we've probably gotten a little bit better, not a whole lot, yeah, but a little yeah. bit better at dealing with some things. But yeah, I mean, it, it, there's the, our history is just chocked full of this stuff, right? You remember the food pyramid from when we were oh, kids? Geez. Like, 1977. Who do you think was paying for that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just yeah, the the whole uh, eat whole grains, low fat, with you know, like the whole low fat thing was like was gave the the ability of like jelly beans to put like no fat on their mm-hmm. le- on their package and everyone think oh there's no fat in that it's healthy and now we're going to eat foods that are spiking our insulin all the time all day all night and wonder how we get in this obesity diabetes mess that we're in now so um anyway we can you know, go i'm i'm yeah. physically inflexible but i'm very metabolically flexible and i find that most people are not right i mean right. we talk about metabolic flexibility and, and it's just that it's like i ate low fat but i've had nothing but sugar for the last 20 years and i wonder why i'm insulin resistant and my mitochondrial function sucks right and it doesn't and it, and it doesn't fix in like 18 hours like well of course <laughs> it's not yeah well because i had a kale smoothie right yeah right <laughs> um okay so so that's so like what does the oil do like the CBD oil you're not that you know that's different than like the little you've seen like the the THC is different than CBD THC is very illegal in Texas right now correct Rick THC is the is the is the chemical component of marijuana that gets you turned up which is like and that's like any amount of that in any amount is a felony, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, so CBD is classified as having less than 3% THC. Anything that's got uh, less than 3% of th- concentration of THC is not considered illegal. Okay. Your typical, like, hey, I'm going to go out and buy a bag of weed and get stoned. has got, you know, between 10 and 25% uh, CBD, or I'm, I'm sorry, THC, THC. Okay. depending on where you get it from. So, okay. But the problem is right now, there's no presumptive test. You can't like run a test on this substance to see the concentration of THC inside of it. So we're kind of all on the honor system right now. But uh, so, but yeah, if you, when you, when you're thinking about, oh man, you know, marijuana and hemp and CBD and all this, just remember THC is the chemical that gets you, uh, gets you high. CBD is not that. That's not what that is. Okay. Got it. Exactly. Okay. So, and and so both of them are unique constituent parts of of you know the hemp or the uh, the cannabis sativa or the cannabis indica plant. One is the they're antagonistic to each other. One is going to get you high. That's the THC. You're gonna you know you're gonna listen to the Doors. You're gonna go to Seven Eleven at three AM. <laughs> nachos. Uh, you know that's that's that. Right. CBD does not have that psychoactive component for it. So when we really look at what CBD does, we're kind of in this whole host of different things, right? The main thing that we really recognize that CBD does is optimize something called the endocannabinoid system. The endocannabinoid system is the system in your body, peripheral to the central nervous system made up of CB1 and CB2 receptors. And they have a whole host of functions, modulating sleep, pain, appetite, 
Um, sex drive is one of the things that we're really seeing, right? You know, CBD has a profound impact on sex. So there's some really cool things that we're, that we're looking at, but the, the problem with CBD is it's not the panacea everyone thinks it is. And right now it's the gold rush. Everyone right. and their mom is getting into CBD. Yes. It's, everyone's got a new CBD company. Well, they're the, yeah. Up there's like a, there are like pyramid schemes already. And I have been hiding people from my Facebook yeah. feed. Like you would not believe yeah. or like, let me tell you the benefits of CBD. It <laughs> one leg shorter than the other one. And all of a sudden now they're both, both the same length. So you've got a third leg growing uh, out of your tailbone. So message me. And I'm like, <laughs> Hidden, 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 yeah. hidden. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's the funny thing, right? Like, I'm going to be at NBJ next week, the Nutritional Business Journal Conference, and and this is one of the big topics. But there's still, even within the health and wellness community, within some of the key opinion leaders, the doctors, there's still so much uncertainty, so much ambiguity, so much confusion about what this stuff does. And part of that has been the fact that we haven't really been able to do a lot of great clinical research. Part of it is the fact that people are just desperate to make some money in this and get out. It's like, you know, it's like the mortgage industry or the real estate industry 10 years ago. So everyone who has no business being in this business is getting into it. And that's where you get people on Facebook extolling the the cancer-ridding virtues of CBD or the fact that, oh, you know, you you lost a testicle in a freak accident. Take CBD. It's going to grow back. (laughs) Tenfold. Just a regular accident. I don't know. (laughs) A freak industrial accident. So... I was thinking about like uh, the Batman, the, uh, where the Joker falls in like the huge the tub vat of, uh, of acid. Of acid. That's yeah. what. I'm, that's what happened to my testicle. <laughs> yeah. And CBD could fix that. <laughs> no, it can't. It's so when we really start to look at what it does, optimizing the endocannabinoid system does have a whole host of functions, and CBD plays a role in that. We look at the entourage effect. That's something we're going to hear a lot of. Is we need CBD to really kind of pair with the rest of these, uh, you know, these other phytocannabinoids and kind of create this entourage effect to really optimize the endocannabinoid system. And this really becomes the legal framework over the next couple of years is, is CBD a drug or is it a dietary supplement? Hmm. And much like the red yeast rice lavaza statin issue from a couple of years ago, more than likely we're going to find out that CBD is going to fall more onto the drug side and then full spectrum phytocannabinoids are going to be the dietary supplement component uh, of what we see moving forward. So, and now what, what we're going to talk about is the, the cryo freeze CBD. Um, why? So let's kind of, uh, uh, why are we combining it with, with cryotherapy? Now cryotherapy, if I'm not mistaken, it's like, it's like super sub-zero temperatures where your body is is exposed to it for just a just a few minutes, and the the sort of that that body's physical adaptation to that cold, there are just a lot of benefits to that. Is that part of it? Part of it, yeah. yeah. And so cryotherapy has been around for a long time, and and this is it's nothing new. We've kind of evolved it into this thing where you get into this futuristic looking pod. They use liquid nitrogen to drop the temperature down to sometimes negative 200. You're in there for two to three minutes. And the whole idea is just controlling systemic inflammation. We used to, back when I was playing sports, you'd throw ice on something. Uh, When I was training at the Olympic Training Center, you know, you'd get in like a frozen bathtub full of ice water. I was at the XPT um, Costa Rica event a couple of weeks ago with Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese in there. It's just, you know, it's a bunch of ice water you're getting into. So the benefits of cryotherapy have long been long been known for really controlling inflammation. Interestingly enough, CBD topically has that same benefit. So when we pair it with, you know, nine of the other botanicals in there, including menthol, arnica, boswellia, 
we have this impact topically where we can address pain, inflammation. Um, I actually think of it a lot like cupping. It's that right. concept where CB. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just saying right. Like I, I, I do that. Uh, like I, I, I mean, I have that done to me. So yeah, explain that. You know, really the function is driving a bunch of blood to a pained area so the blood can start the healing right, process. Right. And interestingly enough, CBD has that same impact, not to the extent that cupping does, but, you know, when you look at topical pain management, throwing the menthol in there, the arnica, the boswellia, and then using CBD, which can penetrate the dermis in the matrix that we created with this cryofreeze, allows the CBD to do just that, improve blood flow to a specific area, modulate the pain from the point of pain to the brain. Um, and then just use some of those topicals to really kind of help control uh, the topical inflammation and the pain that you're receiving. So it, it's it's a great product for anyone who's got, you know, muscle pains, joint pains. You know, it's got arthritis claims that we can make on it. We've actually been seeing a lot of people with uh, rheumatoid arthritis really find relief from this particular product. So something I'm really proud of. And, you know, it, when, when we look at a lot of the supplements I've created, especially in the fish oil categories, those are things like, okay, I have to take this for a really long time to see the benefit. And cryofreeze is was like, all right, my, my arm hurts, my leg hurts. I'm going to rub this on. And five minutes later, pain's gone. Right. Kids can like, I've got, you know, uh, kids that are like 10, eight and six, they're all, you know, growing pains, things like that. Or is that an, like a no-go at this point? No, it's actually, it's fine for kids. There's no issues with any of the ingredients in there for kids. The only issue of course, is that kids tend to touch things after you put something on and right. then this stuff, if you get it in your eyes or it's going to burn. It's no bueno. Yeah. We've got, we use some sort of a blue something. It's some sort of a, Oh, all, good. Good story. All natural. Uh, but it's like icy hot. It's not icy hot, but it's like that. It's like, if you touch any part of your sensitive areas, <clears throat> it's not good. Interesting. Yeah. Don't do that with the, this. Mainly the, eye, the eyes is what I mean. Um, <clears throat> um, so, and then the question here, does it work differently depending on gender? Is that, is there any difference there? Not really. Um, now I've got a really cool product. It's called O-Shots. I don't, did, are you guys familiar with this one? Uh-uh. I'm on your website. It's the CBD based arousal gel, Damn. arousal oil that I created for women. Oh, I need to that, that one works. O-Shot. There it is. Hey, based off of gender. Oh, I see that. Why is there an electrical cord coming out of the bottom of this one? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong website. <laughs> like, like I was really about to call my website guy into my office. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Yeah. That was a back massager. I, <laughs> I swear, it's for my muscles. Um. Okay, so let's see. Um. What? Okay. What type of pain are we using this for? Is this muscle joint? Is it? everything can you put on your neck if you have a headache like what to talk about like kind of what it treats yeah all all of the above right you know so much of pain is going to be inflammation so if you can kind of deal with that we got people who use it for migraines topically uh, we've got people who use it for joint pain arthritis muscles post-workout muscle recovery i mean really it's one of those think of it as like a much 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 better version of some of those things you're used to like the asper creams or the ben gays or right. some of the stuff that you know when I was playing baseball growing up, Icy Hot was the big one. Right. You know, slather that all over yourself in between innings, go out and pitch, and then you know come back and do it all over again. Right. Slather. That's a that's a good word. It's an underused uh, word. I feel slather. Like. Yeah. Slather. Now, is there? Um, I'm sure the, uh, I could read through here and and answer this question on my own. But like, is it? You know, your your elbow hurts. 
you're going to put it on there and you're really not helping the area. You're just masking the pain or are you actually doing some sort of internal uh, repair and it's going to kind of heal and, and fix the problem? So great question, right? And unlike some of those other products we just talked about, you're not just masking the pain, you are attacking the inflammation. So one of the, one of the kind of the thought experiments we use when we talk about this is if you put a drop of water on your hand, what happens? It kind of just sits there and it'll eventually roll off. Yeah. Put a drop of gasoline on your hand and what happens? It sucks into your hand and, then and you then you're going to smell. And then you smell it and it smells good. Yeah. For like two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah. so, so part of that absorption is the particle size of the gasoline. How is it absorbing into your system? The way that I created this product was using nano encapsulated CBD. So we drove the particle size down so that CBD is actually penetrating the layers of the skin, getting to the point of inflammation and then starting to modulate the pain uh, from that point of pain all the way to the brain. So you're, you're kind of doing the one-two punch, right? You're masking the pain, but you're also taking care of the inflammation, improving blood flow and making sure that you're healing quicker. Right. Cool. Well, okay. So we're almost uh, out of time. So talk- I've got a question. Okay, go, go. You're good. You are the Colonel CBD on the line here. Yeah. So <laughs> for people who uh, regularly use uh, marijuana, are they still getting the CBD benefit of that? Or is there That's like, is it just apples and oranges? It's kind of apples and oranges. And one of the things that you said earlier uh, really is, is kind of poignant in this conversation, right? Is, is that marijuana plants have been bioengineered where the THC concentration is so much higher. So, you know, back in the sixties, when people were just smoking, whatever they could smoke, there was a, a kind of an antagonistic component between the CBD and the THC that allowed this entourage effect. Now, when you're smoking THC or smoking marijuana with high concentrations of THC, you're not getting any benefit of the CBD. Huh. Um, okay, so Rick, if I'm I'm on, uh, and this is we're going to talk about uh, the website, omaxhealth.com, and I'll put that in the show notes, omax, O-M-A-X, health, all one word, dot com, and I'm on the cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on. Rick, if I order this, that's not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not breaking any laws or anything, right? You are good. That has been recently... Uh, right legalized in texas see okay because i want because i want some of this stuff because like as much as we use it for like oh my knees my legs like kids like growing pains and things like that like i'm gonna i want to i want a, a, a roll of it to try oh, it. let's lay, let's go listen to some grateful dead and just <laughs> <laughs> like i walk in and my kids are like sitting in a circle like <laughs> listening to fish I, I do have a <laughs> so i have uh pretty and i would like I don't throw around the, the term debilitating very often, but I have pretty bad arthritis in both of my hips to the point where like I need to get apparently a bilateral hip replacement. I'm not even 40 years old yet. Holy cow. I know. Is this something that could help me? Uh, well, I mean, nope. like if you're at the point, <laughs> it, it, it's, <laughs> it's great, but there are limitations to everything, right? Yeah. If you're at the point. Yeah. You need a bilateral hip replacement. It's going to help with pain, but you know it's not going to fix the problem. Yeah. yeah at this point, they, the doctor, uh, or simply human's own Doctor Badalak, oh. who is longer in network uh, in my <laughs> network, so never mind. But like uh, he said, at this point, it's it's all what kind of pain I can bear from you know doing squats or, or playing hockey. Like if it's it gets to the point where like I can no longer bear it, that's when I know. All right, well, it's time to start actually thinking about the big surgery. But. Yeah. Right now, it's just trying to manage pain after like a hockey a, a hockey game or something. Yeah, and it's going to be great for pain management. And it's so much better than going, you know, going to your Advils or going to your NSAIDs, which you're going to have some systemic problems with. Right. So, you know, I, I look at what can I do topically? What can I do to manage pain? 
what can I do to improve healing? What can I do to kind of, uh, you know, help resolve inflammation and products like this are great. And, and you're unfortunately at a point where once the pain gets too bad and it becomes that debilitating, you go under the knife. All right. So, um, I will put all the links to your stuff that you've got a Facebook link on here, the omaxhealth.com. Um, anything else you want me to add to the show notes, uh, as far as where people can find you? You know, you can always follow me if you, I do a ton of talking on CBD. Um, we've got some great content there. So Evan underscore DeMarco on Instagram. Okay. Uh, other than that, no, uh, and check then out the show. I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the checkout here and I don't want to mean to put you on the spot here, but there is a place for a gift card or discount code. Do you have any of those going for our <laughs> listeners? Well, if you're going to buy it, buy it, but I was going to send you some anyway. So. I'm oh, gonna, sweet. I, you could yeah. send me some because Mark is already going to buy it. And I <laughs> So. Yeah, Rick. Rick still isn't uh, fully 100% sold on this. You need to send him <laughs> yeah. some. Listen, I, uh, uh, the jury's still out here, pal. Yeah. Well, well I, do you want me to I'll send you drug dealer? The first taste is free, and then after that, it gets <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to send you our uh, physical addresses? Yeah, absolutely. I can. I think I've got. I just sent it through Jimmy. Yeah, send it to Jimmy, and we'll uh, we'll send some out to you guys. Oh uh, and then you just have to let me know what you think. I'm so excited about this. I'm gonna send you some O shot too. Dude, seriously, I was like, I was because there's like a package deal. You can only for only like twenty dollars more, you can get the O shot, and I'm like, which is actually called the Pleasure and Pain Kit. Oh man, that's you just summed up my whole life. I was just making oh man, awesome. Well, I will email Jimmy our addresses. Really appreciate it, and uh, we will uh, we will link to your stuff and. Uh, try to get this going. So this is awesome. Uh, thanks for what you're doing, and thanks for coming back on again. This has been fun having you back on. Absolutely, guys. It's always a blast. We'll have to uh, let, let's do something where it's not talking about science. We can talk about something more fun. Seriously, we can just talk about uh, uh, waiters and waitresses the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that from in a in a restaurant. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Live podcast from Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, perfect. And then my wife, I get home and she's throwing the OSHA right out in the in the garbage can. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just walk in and she's just dumping it right down the drain. Like, <laughs> awesome. Okay, fine. We'll do it from a Chuck E. Cheese. There you go. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> That's way, way creepier. <laughs> way creepier. Yeah. All right. Evan, have a good night, man. We'll talk to you soon. You guys too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. We did it. We did. That was great. I like how you snuck in the, <laughs> I'm on the checkup page. Uh, you got the, uh, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes they, uh, they'll say, I mail some to you for free. Well, I, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, sometimes they'll say, uh, uh, yeah, simply human, like 20 and for 20% off or something, they'll do little, little shows first, but, uh, I'm actually in the process of someone e- do like simply human 69, someone who actually listens to the show. You'd think you done. Don't lay out on me. <laughs> I had to stop uh, myself from laughing. So, I'm, so we're going to get some of the stuff. I'm pretty excited. I'm actually excited too because, like, I'm to the point now. You know, I'm 39. Be 30 next year. God, I guess I'm 39 and a half, pretty close to it. Yeah. But uh, I'll play one hockey game a week, and the next day I can barely stand up completely straight because my hips hurt so bad. Really. Yeah, it's getting it's getting ridiculous. And uh, I, I had, uh, you know, hip injections last uh, November from uh, Simply Human Zone, Dr. Badalak. Yes. I'm still paying bills on it. I got a bill for the uh, the anesthesia today and I was like, oh, wow, thank goodness. I 
more builds. Oh. So I'm hoping this would be a good alternative. Yeah. Sweet. Um, the tip of the week is be nice to your food servers. Yes. Be nice to people. Especially if you're general. doing drive through because the drive through guy, he just he just wants to go home. Man. Right. He just drive through drive through guy or lady. They just they, they want to give you your bag of food and they want you to go. on. He's so. he's he or she. They're literally counting down the, the minutes until they're done. Dude, uh, I used to work uh, my one of my mom's sisters. So my Aunt Judy and her husband, uh, my Uncle Don, they had a a little hamburger drive through in shallow water oh, uh, t- Mustangs outside of uh, outside Lubbock. of. Yeah, and I used to go in the summer times for like a couple of weeks and I would uh, go work there to make money to buy hockey equipment. And man. What a whip. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. It, it was literally it was only drive through. They had like a picnic table outside if you really wanted to eat there. But man, that was the biggest whip of all time. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, you're nice to people, and also the people who wait tables. Like, I strongly consider you to uh, steal my idea of twenty percent plus a dollar because, yeah. hey man, yeah, it's it's just a dollar. Double the double the tax and then round up. No, no, not double the tax. Uh, no, 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 no. Double I, like. Oh, here's an interesting question. Do you uh, tip on tax if no. like you get your check and let's say your check is forty dollars after tax? Do you just do the eight dollars? For twenty percent, or do you go? Hey, I'm not paying. I'm not tipping based on tax. So like thirty-seven dollars. No, no, I I do that. I put the tax in. Like so, it's like even more for them. You know, like I, the full total, I do ten percent, double it, and then round up. So like I I would do nine on a forty on a on a forty dollar bill. That's that's yeah. That's kind of where I yeah. Um, is your ad, I'm not gonna say it, but is your address the numbers add up to twelve? Correct, and the, then it's MSD. Let me. Yes, it's still the same at. I know, but but somehow that Buffalo one keeps like coming up. <laughs> Buffalo Live, Buffalo Terrace, Bend. It was Buffalo. It was Buffalo. <laughs> it was Buffalo Bend. All right, I've already emailed um, to get our free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason we do a podcast. <laughs> like more people who listen. <laughs> just so we can get free stuff. Well, By the way, you know what I saw in my pantry when I was cleaning it out yesterday? <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> no, I never got any of the mushrooms because oh. those are disgusting. <laughs> it was uh, we had somebody on like four years ago uh, who made their own bone broth. <laughs> yeah, the the fire kettle fire guys. Yeah, you yes, had I never ate it. I didn't even. I, I lost it in the pantry, and I saw it yesterday. And I was like. Oh, I wonder when this. Oh, it, it expired. expired four years ago. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> uh, looking forward to trying it. <laughs> Maybe we should we should have him back on and see if he'll send us some more. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to put it at the front, of my not the back. So. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Okay. Um, oh, we've got um, Doctor Shippy next week. We've got uh, Elizabeth Benton. That's another repeat. Dr. Shippy. Dr. Shippy. And then we've got Kandula, Desena, Sheila, Dr. Ken. We're, we kind of took uh, some time off there in the uh, in the old summer. Well, and, and I took a bunch of, because we record on Monday nights and every, like, three times a year, I have these classes I have to teach on Monday nights. So it's been, like, yeah. two months I've recorded with you. Well, we're booked through uh, September. So. Wait, while I have you here, Monday, July 29th is a no-go for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're off that day. 
extremely important conference. Oh. Got all the updates. Juvenile law. Sounds pretty dumb. Uh, highlight of my year. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not. We're not recording that night. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna do it for this edition of the Simpson Podcast. And remember. His fists were balled up, and he was just shaking, and he just said, oh, 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 oh. yes. So until next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.